It's time for the BCHL Podcast. Here's your host, Jesse Adamson. Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. We're back again with a couple great interviews for you. And both of these just happen to have a Victoria Grizzlies theme. So Grizzlies fans, listen closely. This week, we speak with former Grizzly Alex Newhook, fresh off his World Junior experience, and current Victoria defenseman Isaac Bandu, who recently announced his commitment to Northern Michigan University. We'll start off with Newhook, who most likely needs no introduction for BCHL fans, but we will do it anyway. Alex Newhook played with the Victoria Grizzlies from 2017 to 2019. In his second season there, he was named team captain and put up 102 points to lead the league in scoring and was named the league's MVP. In his first season at Boston College, Newhook had 42 points in 34 games and was named the NCAA's top rookie. Most recently, he was a standout for Team Canada at the 2021 World Junior Championships. He finished his tournament with three goals and three assists for six points in six games and led the Canadians to a silver medal. Newhook has only played one game for Boston College since returning from the World Juniors after re-injuring his shoulder, but he was kind enough to join us for a chat about the tournament, about his time at Boston College, and his time in the BCHL. So first things first, Alex, uh, I know you've been dealing with a shoulder injury since the World Juniors. Uh, you j- just played in the, the one game at Boston College since the end of the tournament. So um, how, how is the shoulder doing right now? Yeah, it's doing all right. Um, it's, you know, it's definitely not where I kind of hoped it would be coming back from the tournament and um, getting in a game and kind of re-injuring it a little bit, which uh, was pretty unfortunate. But um, yeah, I mean, it's plugging away at it. Trainer's doing a good job of, of taking care of it and, and hopefully uh, I'll be able to get back here pretty soon. Yeah, speak, speaking of the tournament, I did, I did want to spend some time on that. So uh, you played for Team Canada at the World Juniors, um, the, the 2021 tournament. Uh, what did it mean to you to be a part of that team? Yeah, it meant a lot to me. I think, you know, growing up and, and watching World Juniors at home, it's such a big deal in Canada and um, it's such a great tournament to be a part of. So uh free to be a part of that team. And then we had a really good group there, spent a lot of time together. Um, so, yeah, it was really special and, and a great experience for sure. Hey, you personally had a great tournament. Uh, you, you had six points in six games. Um, uh, in your own words, though, how how would you assess your game throughout that tournament? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, uh, you know, a pretty good tournament for me. And, and uh, you know, I think looking at our roster and looking at our, our depth, we had, a, we had a lot of talent, a lot of skill, and then our team played well throughout the tournament. So uh, I think a lot of that, you know, individual stuff comes through our team's play. And um, we had a really strong tournament, put up a lot of goals. So, um, yeah, it was great. Got to play with some great players and, and uh, just tried to do whatever I could to help our team throughout the tournament. So, um, yeah, so I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, you you picked up that injury in the final round robin game against Finland. Uh, you missed the quarterfinal because of it, uh, but you came back for the the semis against Russia. And th- that first shift back, uh, the first shift in the Russia game, you were all over the ice. Um, ended up scoring the game's first goal about a minute in. Uh, what what do you remember about that shift? Yeah, you know, I think just a lot of energy probably built up, and and uh, anytime that you have to watch your team play. Um, it, it's tough. And I think, you know, that extra motivation of getting back in the lineup was, was big for me. It was kind of built up, you know, for my time that I was out and, um, I was lucky enough to get into those games and, and the trainers were, were so great with me to, to get me ready and, and, uh, get me in, in, in good condition to play. So I was excited to be out there. I think, you know, that, that probably showed early on in the game and, 
um, I was lucky to put one in there for a shift. Yeah, and then uh, moving on to the finals. Uh, unfortunately, you guys lost to the Team USA in the gold medal game, two nothing, and, and a large part of that was because of uh, their goalie Spencer Knight. Um, and obviously, he's a teammate of yours at Boston College. I'm guessing you weren't entirely surprised by his performance in that game. You, you've seen that over the year. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew what we were going up against in, in Nider, and uh, he's a he's a special talent for sure. And I think we, you know, our whole team knew what um, you know what he brought to the table, and it was going to take a lot to get it, to get it by him. And you know, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, we couldn't find a way to get one by him that game. So um, yeah, it's unfortunate for us. Not there's all we wanted to, and um, but you know, going against him and in in, uh, in a one game series, there it's you know it can go anyone's way, and um, you know they got the hand on us in that game, which is which is too bad. Yeah, even though you guys didn't get the result, and I know it's it's been less than a month, but I'm just wondering, like, when you look back at that that tournament and that the, those couple weeks there, uh, what's your overall feeling about um, your team and the tournament? Yeah, it's it's definitely tough. I think right after that that final game to to look back on it and, and really think positively after after a big loss, but. Um, I, I think after getting some time away from it, and like you said, kind of um, having a month or so to reflect, uh, I think you know there are a lot of positives to take out of it. And I think in any tournament like that, um, there's always some positives to take away from it. And, and being with the group for that long, we went through a lot of adversity early on with with a couple of quarantine processes, and um, you know having to deal with with some similar situations like that. Um, and then yeah, I, you know I think our team was really strong. I think we had a good tournament. Um, and, and a pretty consistent tournament throughout. And you know, we didn't let up a five-on-five goal um, until the final game, which is, you know, it's got to be something that hasn't been done in a long time. So, um, yeah, it's too bad. And, and like I said, one, one game is you know, anyone's way. But I think overall our tournament was, uh, was pretty strong and we had a really good team. Yeah, you guys definitely did have a really good team. And uh, I know a lot of that had to do with uh, the NHL season not being played at the time. And when you look back at Team Canada's from the past, every time there's a lockout or some kind of NHL stoppage, uh, Team Canada's World Junior team is always pretty stacked. So um, I, I think I already know the answer from your your uh, your previous answers. But um, did like did you guys in the room realize how, how talented that team was and um, maybe, maybe how kind of lucky you were that the NHL wasn't playing? You guys were able to have so many um, high-end players on the team yeah and i we were definitely fortunate to to get some guys back that would have been probably uh you know on the nhl rosters um and i think we knew in, in the room what kind of talent we had behind us and um i think we kind of just knew that if we could put it all together and and um and, you know really work for each other and and uh, outwork any team i think that you know our skill wouldn't have been matched by anyone in the tournament so um, yeah, and I think we did that throughout. I think we, we played as a team really well. And, and I think sometimes with, with that amount of high caliber players, it, it's sometimes hard to, you know, check your egos and, and accept a role that a lot of people aren't used to. But we did a really good job at it, I think, um, up and down our lineup and, um, you know, got to the finals in, in some uh, in some pretty good fashion. And then, um, yeah, I think the rest is kind of, uh, I keep going back to that one game kind of feeling. But yeah, it's, it's too bad, but we had a really strong team and, and uh, we knew we had there for sure. Losing Docker sucked too. He was a, you know, he's a special player and it's too bad for him. We wanted to have him there, but uh, we had a lot of, we had a lot of good guys as well. Yeah, we uh, we talked about Spencer Knight, your teammate at BC. You also had a couple other teammates on that Team USA team, Matt Boldy and Drew Hellison. Um, after going through a battle like that, what what was it like returning to school and, and being teammates with those guys again just, uh, just a couple days later? 
Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's, it's different looking down there, looking down in, in warmups and seeing those guys on the opposite side. Um, and and uh, you know, all three guys I'm pretty close with. Boldy's my roommate, um, so you know, we're, we're pretty good friends. And uh, to go into a big game against uh, three guys that I'm pretty close with was it was a little weird, but but pretty cool at the same time to be able to you know share that experience and share that game together. And um, yeah, it was great. I think you know those guys. Those guys were were very good to me coming back. I was expecting a lot of Raz on the, on the plane back, but no, they were good. They, you know, they they didn't make too much of a big deal of it. They you know they knew that we were teammates coming back here, and, and we have a lot more to prove this year. And um, you know, props to them for for that, and um, and and carry themselves that way. You know, I think that's just the type of people they are, and we're excited to get back and, and get going together. Yeah, this has been a, a strange year for everyone, obviously, and, and hockey and hockey players uh, aren't ex- excluded from that. Uh, for you, you had a month and a half long training camp or, or around there with Team Canada, uh, interrupted by a two week quarantine, then into the tournament, then back to BC, played one game and, and now you're injured uh, as well. So how challenging has it been for you to to not have consistent games to play and kind of not really be in, in a regular routine uh, when it comes to, to being a college hockey player? Yeah, you know, it's it's been a really weird year for for everyone and and uh, you know, I think in in a lot of different ways for people not even in hockey, I think just you know, everyone in the world it's been different and people have had to make adjustments and no different for me, you know, I had to miss the first eight games of our season um going through the training camp process with Hockey Canada, which was which was great, but you know, at the same time missing eight games with your club team is is never uh is never easy when when you're healthy. Um, and then, yeah, to come back and, and, um, you know, get that re-injury in that first game halfway through, it was, uh, I didn't know the significance of it at the time, but, but, um, yeah, being out for, for the last five, five or six games now, it's, it's been pretty challenging and, um, you know, getting to this point in the season where we're almost halfway and, and for me to only really be, you know, almost full up for, for half a game. Uh, it's pretty frustrating, but but at the same time, I think you know a lot of lessons I've I've learned this year, even so far, is is um, you know the the importance of always being ready um, when when the time comes. I think it's it's huge, and we learned that through going through the quarantine processes where we weren't playing for a while and had to be right at our, our top level coming out. And it's the same way for me right now, being away from from games. When the time comes, you just got to be ready to go and and um, and for my full effort there. So I'm excited to get back, and hopefully it's sooner or later. I just want to look ahead uh, for a bit here. And uh, you were drafted by the Colorado Avalanche in 2019. Uh, w- when you look at that team they have now, they got guys like Nathan McKinnon, um, uh, Kale McCarr, and they just added Bowen Byram, who was your teammate at the World Juniors. And then you look at the players coming in, like yourself and Justin Barron, who you played with on Team Canada as well, and, and, and a lot of others that are coming in. Um, how excited are you for the future of this team and, and to be a part of it as well? Yeah, I think it's exciting looking at the roster and looking at the potential that that they have already. With, without you know some guys that that could be there in the future, and um, you know I think they've they've really been building towards um, towards this part of of you know where their team's at. So to be in the system and and you know hopefully all works out and and uh, and I can get there in, in you know in a couple of years or, or whenever the time comes. But um, yeah, you know it's it's exciting to look ahead to and and know that you know the team that that I'm trying to be a part of in the near future is, um, could be in contention for a long time. So yeah, excited for it for sure. Gonna, you know, hopefully work towards, towards getting there. And, um, 
and be a part of something pretty special. Since you were drafted by them, um, do you have many interactions with them or do they give you much feedback throughout the year? And I know in the, the world juniors, I'm sure they, they leave you alone and, and let you do your thing uh, during a, uh, a, like a two week tournament like that. But like throughout, throughout the college season, are you hearing from them at all or, or is it the same there where they just kind of let you do your own thing? Yeah, I think they're they're really good about you know the development process. Uh, I'm I'm in touch with their development uh, development staff a lot, and um, yeah, I mean we're in contact fairly regularly, and you know, just kind of going week by week and and um, you know assessing things and you know seeing where I'm at and and what's going on. But yeah, they they let me play as well, which is which is good, and um, you know they're, they're not rushing me or anything, which is great, and letting me develop here. Um, but yeah, no, they've been great for sure. I just want to quickly jump to the BCHL uh, before we wrap up here. So uh, one thing I, I saw you recently jumped on a zoom call to talk to uh, the Merritt Centennial players who, who haven't played since ex- exhibition games in November. And uh, they're just, they're just practicing right now. And that just kind of stood out to me because like uh, you were a Victoria Grizzlies player. You, you didn't play for Merritt, but you took the time to, to join them and to talk to, with them and give them your advice. So uh, j- just wondering like, why, why is it important for you to do things like that? and to give back to to the bchl and its teams yeah i think the bchl's done you know it's it's done a lot for me and, and i had a great two years there and yeah i know it wasn't vic but um i think any team yeah if i can help out and and uh have a chat with some of the guys that are haven't been playing for a while and, and kind of want to know what some of my experiences were yeah i think it's you know it's the least i can do for something like that and and uh the coach uh Derek street coulter was um, was one of the coaches at, at the World Junior A Challenge for, for my year there. So he reached out to me and yeah, no problem with me. And, and uh, it was great to hop on and, and talk to some of the guys. Yeah, you put up a lot of points in your time in Victoria. You led the league in scoring your your final year there, over 100 points and won a lot of awards as well. Um, but when you look back at your two years in Vic, uh, what, what stands out to you the most? Yeah, so much stands out. I think it's it's hard to really pick one thing for me. I think our our team my second year was was pretty special, and um, you know we got knocked off by PG when they were going on that crazy run. But um, so much, yeah. I, I think just you know the the development over over the two years, and and um, you know getting to go from being a 16 year old rookie to to then being captain the next year and and leading our team to so it was a pretty successful year, I thought, and. Um, yeah, no, nothing really in particular, just, just the whole experience in the city of Victoria organization. It was all just, you know, such a great time and um, really thankful for, for those two years. Yeah, and I, I've asked you this before, but I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it again. When you, you look back uh, at those two years and see where you where you uh, went from where, from where you started, what did the, the BCHL and the Grizzlies do for your development? Yeah, so much. I, you know, I think at 16 and deciding between um, the CHL or, or college, um, I think the BCHL just just stuck out as a league where you know you're, you're still getting that top competition, and you can say eligible for college. And um, Victoria, um, you know, to top that was just a place where it's, it's a great city, great organization with with uh, you know with some good talent there when when I was going in. So I was lucky to be put in a great situation. Um, you know, learn to play against some older players and, and faster competition, which think really helped me uh you know get to to where i want to be today and in, in, in playing in college and, and hopefully uh soon at the pro level 
last question here. Bring it back to uh, to the present and to Boston College. They're ranked number one in the the recent USCHO um, uh, men's polls. Uh, so I'm just wondering uh, what uh, what are your thoughts of the team this year, and what are your goals for the rest of the season? Yeah, we, we have a really strong team, and it's uh, you know we we've been playing uh, we played pretty well to start the year, and, and I think you know it's hard for me to really talking much about it because I've, I've just been watching, but, um, yeah, you know, it, you know, even in practice, our competes, you know, really high every day. Um, we have a lot of depth, um, in every position and we have neither back there who, you know, is, is probably one of the, probably the best goal in the country. So, um, yeah, you know, a, a lot of talent, a lot to look forward to, you know, our, our goals are nothing short of a, of a national championship this year. We think we have what it takes to, to take it home. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a fun journey these next couple of months and, and hopefully leading towards that. And, um, getting back in the lineup for sure is on my list as well. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Alex, and uh, hopefully uh, you're, you're healthy and we see you back on the ice soon and, and best of luck for the rest of the season. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot to Alex Newhook for joining us. Uh, Alex is always generous with his time and always seems to make time for the BCHL, so we really appreciate it. Moving on, we will check in with the current day Grizzly, uh, Grizzlies defenseman Isaac Bandu. Bandu is at a busy week as he announced his commitment to Northern Michigan University earlier this week. He's currently in Victoria practicing with his teammates. Uh, he's coming off a great performance in the Island Cup where he played 15 games and registered three goals, seven assists, and 10 points, almost matching his entire season total from last year. We caught up with Isaac to talk about Northern Michigan, his performance in the Island Cup, and much, much more. All right, Isaac, first of all, congratulations on the news this week. You announced your commitment to Northern Michigan University. Uh, why, why did you end up choosing that program? Uh, I chose that program because I like the the way they play. The D's involved. The coach is a really good coach. And I've been in contact with the coaches for a while now, so we developed like a kind of a friendship. So I feel... I feel um, I feel good about this school, so that's why I chose Northern Michigan. Well, you, you kind of just answered my next question. I was going to ask you if this would was been kind of a, a long time coming. So you've been speaking to them to, for a while. How long have they been on you? Uh, almost a year now, because we started talking at the showcase last year. Oh, perfect. Um, so in those discussions and like right now with, with COVID, I know the recruiting process is a little bit strange, uh, because, uh, teams can't come and see what play in person, uh, uh for BCHL players, they, they only have the, uh, the exhibition games from September to November to go on. But what was the recruiting yeah. process like for you, uh, during this strange season? Uh, well, so like I said, they started they started following me after the showcase last year. And then I guess with the Allen cup at the beginning of the year, I got a little exposure there and they saw my improvement from last year. And yeah, I think that's how they, they came up with an offer for me and that's how we decided to commit there. 
So uh, with the regular season on hold right now, uh, and it has been since November, BCHL teams have just been able to practice. And before we were in uh, phase three, where we, people were able to uh, compete in, in inter-squad games and stuff like that. But but since then, we, we've been in phase two and you're, you're not even allowed to do that. It's just kind of out there uh, doing skills and drills. Uh, what's it been like uh, for you and your teammates uh, the last few months? Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to stay focused and stay on point every practice because it gets repetitive and you don't have to work for like a game, you know, like, Oh, we have a hard game coming up. So, I mean, it's hard, but at least we can practice some like back home in Quebec, everything's in lockdown. They have a curfew now. So I'm just grateful that we can practice right now. Yeah, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but how do you prepare yourselves and try to stay sharp to make sure that when you do get the green light to play games again, whenever that is, that you guys are ready to go um, and kind of up to par when when that happens? What do you do to try and make sure uh, you're ready? Uh, well, I mean, if you play hockey, you have a goal to reach as far as possible. Some is the NHL, some is to go college. So you just keep that in mind and try to get better every day and get ready for when the puck's going to drop when the season's back on. You mentioned the Island Cup tournament in the fall. Um, you guys actually played 15 games in that tournament in a pretty short short span of time. So what was that like experience like for you going head-to-head with those Island rivals 15 times in such a short amount of time? <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was, uh, um, it was fun. I mean, some guys, some guys, some of the rookies got the feel of the of the league, so I think that's good for them. So when when the season's gonna start, they're gonna know what's coming. And for the older guys, it was just like a it was 15 games to just stay in shape, I guess. Yeah, and what what was it like um, from a rivalry perspective having to play Nanaimo and uh, uh, teams like that over and over again? I know you guys met them in the finals, but what what was the feeling between the yeah. two teams? Um, well, it's hard because it's they're always like in your face and there's a lot of chirping and stuff, but it, it's hockey. So you just got to be prepared for it. Yeah, and I, looking back to that time of the season, and I know it was a few months ago now, and I know uh, some players have had to move on for, for an opportunity to play some games in the U.S., but um, how, yeah. when you look back at that, how would you assess your team during the Island Cup? Like, what, what were your thoughts on the roster? I think we had a pretty, pretty solid team. Um, we were leading the Island Cup for for a while, and then in the final, I think we just we just thought it was going to be easy, and we got what we deserved because we didn't play as hard as we should have. Uh, you personally, you had a really productive time during that stretch. Uh, you had three goals, seven assists for ten points. Um, look, comparing yourself to last year, like what was your level of confidence coming in this year as uh, an obviously an improved player? Yeah, well, I had a good summer, good training with my my trainer back in Montreal, and with the season last year, I was just ready to play this year. I knew I was gonna, I knew what was coming and everything, so. I think it was just preparation. If you if you prepare enough, you feel good and you know that you know what's going on. So I just felt more confident. So 2019-20 was your rookie year in the BCHL. Um, what was it like for you coming in to junior hockey for your fr- first year and making that transition? 
Uh, first few games are hard. It's a different different level of hockey. It's faster. You got to think quicker. But you can get used to it pretty quick. So you came from Stansted College, with it, which has actually produced quite a few BCHL players over the years and yeah. especially in recent years. But um, what was your experience playing there? At Stansted? Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was different because we lived in dorms and you had to be like on your own. It was like a mini like college experience. So you got to focus on school. By the same time, you have games and you have road trips. So it just prepares you for college and that's what it's for. It's a prep school. So it was fun. The chemistry with the guys was, was strong cause we were always together and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you about one of those guys that you were teammates with, uh, at Stansted. Um, you guys came into the BCHL together, um, and you both announced, uh, your commitment to play, uh, NCAA hockey within the last week or so, although at different schools, but, uh, Andrew Amoose is a guy who you've been, um, together with for a couple of years now, both, both Quebec products. What's your relationship like with Andrew? Uh, Andrew's my, my best friend. Uh, we're actually roommates. He's upstairs eating right now, but <laughs> yeah, he's one of my <laughs> really good friends. We're always just hanging out together and doing stuff together. So it's fun to just see his progress and it's going to be different in college because he's not going to be there, but it's life and we're going to keep in touch. What did it mean to you to have him there last year, moving uh, across the country uh, to to BC and, and a new city in Victoria? What, what what did it mean to you to have a buddy there like Andrew? Uh, it made the transition easier. Um, we flew together, and we we just like you have someone to talk to when you come here, so you're less like nervous and stuff. And yeah, sometimes the, the guys would get pissed off because we spoke in French. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you, were you talking bad about them in French? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just having conversations and we laugh and they get mad because they they think we're just chirping them, but we're just. <laughs> just talking okay uh so just wrap up with a couple more questions about college your commitment to northern michigan is for 2022 23 so you have the rest of this year and next in the bchl before you move on so uh what are you hoping to accomplish during that time uh just get better every day just learn learn about the game more and learn how to move the puck quicker skate the puck and just get better yeah get better every day and I know you just committed but you did mention you've been in conversations with them uh, for quite a while now so do they have any advice for you do they have anything they want you to work on in the in that time before you head there uh, yeah well I'm going to talk with the coaches probably again so they're going to let me know when I have games like oh how did I play and stuff like that so just keep a follow up with me and stuff like that Last question, just in general, what are you looking forward to the most about uh, heading there eventually and starting your college hockey career? Uh, right now, I'm just excited. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm just excited. I'm just, uh, I'm a little nervous too because it's far from home. But um, yeah, I just want to get better and hopefully, hopefully in the future, I can make it to the NHL so they can help me develop and reach the NHL. 
Great. Well, thank you so much, Isaac, for taking the time to speak with me. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back on the ice uh, sooner than later. Thank you. Thank you to Isaac Bandu for joining us. And once again, thank you to Alex Newhook for being generous with his time. That'll do it for this week's edition of the BCHL podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, One thing I wanted to tell you about is a new feature that we've added to the BCHL website. We call it the uh, NCAA Interactive Map, Uh, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a map of the U.S. featuring NCAA Division I schools uh, with logos representing each of the programs down south. Users can navigate the map to get a sense of where NCAA schools are located. Uh, If you click on a logo, you can see which current BCHL players are committed which former BCHL players are currently at the school, and any notable alumni that have come through. Uh, It's a fun tool and uh, great for for parents, for players, and for fans to get a better sense of what NCAA hockey is like and what the next step for many BCHL players looks like. So if you want to check that out, it's at www.bchl.ca slash NCAA map. Before we sign off, as usual, another thank you to Greg Ballack, our super producer. And thanks again to the listener for checking in with us. And we'll talk to you again in one week. Mm-hmm.